Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Yup. So I thought, first of all, let me share with you how this episode has been going. First of all, I I already recorded basically half of the original episode intent that I had. And then it just wasn't coming together like I wanted it to. And it was kind of a touchy subject. So I thought maybe not. (laughs) And um, I couldn't understand a word I was saying. I was speaking very fast and slurred. And I think it's because I was nervous about the episode. So it was going to be a pretty, not heavy, but like a deeper episode. However, I'm going to switch that around and do something a little more lighthearted because that's where we're at. Also, so sorry for not posting last week and for being a day late this week. It's been so crazy with um, getting ready for school and packing and I moved to school last Friday and the week before that I was very much like trying to see friends that I hadn't seen all summer and packing and just trying to fit in basically the entire summer into one week. So I was, I had like no time and I was all over the place. And then yesterday I just didn't record and that was pretty silly of me, but here we are now better late than ever, than never, I always say. All right. So first starting off with the national day that it is, it's national sponge cake day and national sheep flight day. So go celebrate those if you want to, or don't, but if you want to, there they are. And um, for a positive thing that happened today, it's definitely, I had practice in the morning and then I had a team activity. I'm here early for preseason for cross country and it's been really nice to go to practice in the morning and then maybe do something with my team in the afternoon and have some downtime, but then also have some social time. It's been a really good transition into living here and I was really nervous before I left home because I was like oh I haven't been at school in so long my routine's gonna be changed because that's something I don't always react well with is when my routine is changed and almost the anticipation of it is worse than the actual change of my routine and that's exactly what happened I was getting so nervous to come like that entire week leading up to move in but since I've been here it's been great and It's been such a smoother transition than I anticipated, and I've been very happy being here, so I'm very thankful for that. And as I think about decisions that I've made both at school and prior to that, and hopefully the the decisions I'll make for the future, I want to kind of talk about decisions that I've made that have been like the best decisions I've ever made. And I don't mean these like big existential decisions that have shaped who I am and all of that, but I mean kind of like smaller decisions that maybe I made on a whim and just decided to do one day and it kind of changed either my perspective or it was a really good thing to add to my life or take away from my life. And so I kind of want to talk about that aspect of everything. However, before I continue, I do want to say, I'm trying to readjust in my chair. Um, so 
Not this episode, but the next episode, which will come out on Sunday, August 29th, will be the final season three episode of OK Yup. But do not worry because I will be back and better than ever on September 19th. But it was a good stopping point to be at for this season, just moving back to school and becoming a little bit more busy than I was in the summer. And classes starting up at the beginning of September, and it felt like a good time to take a break, create, and plan for season four. So do not worry. I will be back in mid-September, but in the meantime, you get this episode, you'll get the one on the 29th, and then go give some other podcasts some love. All right, so let's get started with our podcast, shall we? Okay, so before I start, let me just say that I am the absolute worst decision maker out of anyone on this planet. Someone could easily say to me, where do you want to go to lunch? And I will like freak out or they'll say, do you like a little example? I think I talked about this. Yeah, I did a couple episodes ago, but I'll recap if you weren't with us that time. Um, But my friend a couple weeks ago was like, do you want to go to the oh I definitely talked one and what I did I talked about this in my bad habits episode I think because this is a terrible bad habit I have about making about not making decisions like promptly slash being a bad decision maker and not that I make like poor decisions but it's just that I can't make decisions and so I at one point in the summer my friend was like hey do you want to come to the lake with my family and me for the weekend and she asked me this probably on, I think it was on Thursday night we were driving. I was like, oh, let me think about it, but it sounds fun. She's like, cool, cool. So we get to work the next day, Friday. And she's like, hey, do you want to, have you decided if you're going to come to the lake? And I was like, no, can I let you know at the end of the day? She's like, sure. And we're going to go, we're going to leave on Saturday. And then after work comes, then she's like, are you going to come to the lake? And I was like, I don't know. And I could not give a, st- it was Friday night. At like or more like Friday in the middle of the night. Like it was like 2 a.m. And she's like, are you going to come to the lake? And I was like, I don't know. And then in the morning, she asked again. And I was like, I think I'm going to stay home. But like, I don't know why I'm terrible about making decisions. But that's like a little example of how much decisions stress me out. And so I wanted to talk about kind of my decision-making process. So first of all, Whenever I am faced with a decision where I don't know what I should do, I kind of ask myself, will I regret not doing this more than I would regret doing it? And that's been a very helpful tool to say to myself when I'm struggling to make a decision. And if the answer is yes, I would regret not doing this more than doing it, then I'll do then I'll try to go for it, but if I don't think I will, then I won't do it. So, I'm going to kind of jump around with the some standout decisions I've made in my life and I'll kind of talk about them. And they range from when I was young, now, in high school, middle school. So I'm not going in an order. I'm just strictly jumping around. So the first one is doing theater. This sounds so lame, but in 
both my childhood and high school and college, that's the decision I made. It's, I feel like especially in college because freshman year, I really struggled with my transition to college. And that is the one thing that as not including like friends or anything or, or anything like that, but like, I feel like doing theater was like an activity that kept, that kept me grounded. And it was something I was able to take from my life at home and bring it here. And I've talked to my therapist about this and I'm kind of, like I mentioned earlier, I'm kind of bad at like starting a new routine or just transitions in general. And so she's suggested having like a transition tool to help me, whether that's a physical thing or it's like an activity. And so for this, this upcoming semester, I was like, oh, the physical thing is my car and the activity is running in theater. And before I kind of knew that therapeutic device to get me through whatever I was nervous about transitioning into, theater really was that connecting tool that connected me from my past to now my college life. And doing so doing college theater really did allow me to not only make new people, but I think it allowed me to grow into a more confident and less emotional person at school. And it was an amazing experience and I'm so excited for it to start back up again. And even in high school, I like would always convince my non-theater friends to do theater. And they would say, like the amount of times I've heard from my friends who didn't grow up doing theater, but like joined their junior or senior year of high school because I told them they should, said it was like their the best experience they have had. It was the biggest takeaway from high school. It was they're like they are so glad they did it. They regret not doing it sooner. Like it is so it was such an incredible decision and it has shaped my life and it has shaped how I now like am am in college and am as a person. So that's a big one. Um, the next one is joining cross country and track in college. So I've talked about this in other podcasts, but I'll briefly touch over it. So my I always did uh, cross country in uh, high school. And by the time it came around senior year, I was super burned out. I still did it senior year. I did it all four years. But by the end, I was super burned out. I was starting to get letters from schools asking if I wanted to run for them. And I was like, no, I, I'm can't do this anymore. I do not want to do another year of running. And then I got to school and I would see the cross country people, teammates go to practice and hang out together. And I missed that. I started to miss that team aspect. But then I try to kind of convince myself I didn't. I'd be like, oh no, I, I don't want to be competitive and I don't want to do this. And like, I, I don't know. I'd try to like convince myself I didn't miss it. But then once quarantine hit, I, it was something I really deeply considered doing and so I was able to join the team and when the fall came around we had to be remote because of um just COVID stuff but then winter came and I noticed that I was still on the emails for like track and cross country and I was like I don't think this is just cross country anymore so I like asked the coach I was like is this um track or cross country and he's like it's track but you can but like we'd love to have you on the on the team and so I was like wait a minute <laughs> I do I want to do this and then I was like yeah you know what why not I think I'd regret not doing it more than doing it and I so I joined and 
last spring was an incredible semester because of it and it was amazing to get back into competing and having a team camaraderie and have that positive atmosphere of being a part of a team and it is an amazing decision that I chose to do cross country because I was so nervous about competing again and just that I wouldn't be able to keep up and that my like I don't have like a runner's body and so I was like oh I'm not gonna be able like be as good as anyone but making that initial cross-country decision has led me to not only continue to do cross-country but also track and that was a brand new experience and it's something that I do not take for granted the next one doing Nordic in high school so for those of you who aren't from New Hampshire basically okay the New England but I will say that when I got to school in Massachusetts people didn't know what Nordic was so Nordic is cross-country skiing, and I remember when I was a freshman in high school, I kind of just assumed that for the winter, I would do winter track because it made the most sense since I was just coming off of cross-country, and I, or I assumed I would do alpine because an alpine is downhill skiing because that's what I grew up doing, but then a senior who was on my cross-country team who I really looked up to said that I should try Nordic and I had never done it before. I had never even put on like a pair of Nordic skis. They're very different than Alpine skis. And, but I joined and the first time I ever put on Nordic skis was the first race because it happened to be a year when we didn't get a lot of snow and we didn't get like no, or no snow was sticking to the ground. And so the first time I put on skis, I, it was at the, um, the first race and I looked so crazy doing it and did not know how to move my skis and didn't know how to like use my poles or anything or go uphill or I, I was a mess and I probably came in last but I was just so happy to finish and that led me to have this desire to keep going and keep doing Nordic and it's been such a big part of my life even though I don't compete anymore I have, it's still something I look forward to every winter that I do on my own. And in the off seasons, I roller ski, which is basically like skis with wheels on them. So you can do it on pavement when it's not snowing. And it's been such a positive addition to my life. And although running is a sport that I love and compete in, it's really nice to have a sport that I do that I don't compete in and that I can do just for fun and it's strictly time for me to just like let go and have time to myself and I'm really glad I have that skill because I also think it's just a cool thing to be able to do like yeah I know I cross-country ski it's it's something that isn't super super common and I'm really proud to be a Nordic skier uh the next thing is becoming a vegetarian so I in high school I kind of was weeding out meat just because I didn't really like it anymore. I didn't, it wasn't like I was doing it for a main reason. I wasn't doing it for like, I don't know. I wasn't really doing it for animal cruelty reasons or the environment or to stay healthy. I just something I wasn't really into anymore. And then when I graduated high school. I was like, you know what? Maybe now is my time. But then my family went to Germany and Germany is a very big meat 
Mecca. And so I was like, you know what? Maybe I should experience the German culture, German food here. And then when I get back, I will become a vegetarian. And so that summer when I got back from Germany, I continued to like gradually take out things and um, get closer to achieving my goal of becoming a vegetarian. Cause it's not just you quit cold turkey, no pun intended. It's, it can be a gradual thing. And I think it's almost better if it's a gradual thing. And when I left for college, going to my freshman year, that's when I was like, you know what? Now is when I'm not going to go back. And it was also a good timing because I could now pick foods for myself. I didn't have to rely on my mom to make me food. I didn't have to like inconvenience my family. Um, but since then, since I've gone vegetarian, my entire family has put in an effort to basically do the same thing. They're not completely vegetarian and they, they do eat meat, but I'd say 80% of the time, my entire family isn't eating meat at meals, which again, isn't a bad thing to eat meat at meals. You go for it. You eat meat. But that's just something for me that it was a goal of mine that I accomplished. And now it's been really cool that my family has um, kind of been hopping on that bandwagon. And I've always thought, I'm like, I wonder if I'll ever go back to eating meat. And there was a little situation in the beginning of the summer. So, <laughs> oh, I'm already embarrassed to tell this, even though it wasn't my fault. So I... I forget if I told this. I remember <laughs> I was in a really bad spot in the beginning of the summer. Um, and I recorded a podcast. And I remember I was talking about this to kind of like sum up my week. And I started crying while recording. And I had to re-record. So I don't think I brought it up again. <laughs> but now I can talk about it. So in the beginning of the summer, I was at a event where there was catering. And there was food that was like labeled, but something was mislabeled. And so I grabbed it and you couldn't see what was inside of it. It was like, okay, it was a pupusa. I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but it's kind of like stuff encapsulated in like pita-esque bread. And so you couldn't see what's inside unless you took a bite and I saw the label and it said that it was just beans and cheese. And so I took it and I started eating it. It took like a bite or two. And the person, the people at the table who thought they took the pork one were like, wait, why is there no pork in this? And that's when we all realized that they had switched the labels by accident. And I freaked out. I was full on like, I like went to the bathroom. I like <laughs> tried to throw it up. I was sobbing and that right there was the moment that I realized I am going to be a vegetarian for a long time because I was very upset. But it's been it's been awesome for me and it's been a good lifestyle for me. It's not for everyone, but I'm very happy I've been able to stick through it and it hasn't been hard at all and that's the only time where there's been a slip up. And it wasn't even my my doing. So, I've been I've I've liked the diligent attitude I've had about it. But my laundry is going to be done soon. Actually, it is done. It was done 10 minutes ago. I'll keep going. So the next thing is adding my environmental sustainability major. So when I went into college, I wanted to either dual major in exercise science and nutrition or major in exercise science and minor in nutrition. But 
it was like Christmas break my freshman year and I had this weird quarter life crisis and I was like I need to major no I think I was like I need to minor in environmental sustainability or like environmental science or something in that field and so I went onto my school's website and I looked at all the minors and it wasn't there but I looked at the majors and it was so I was like well guess I'll just dual major in exercise science and environmental sustainability and it was such like a quick weird like irrational not irrational but like what's that word I can't figure it out but like such a quick decision and I, without hesitation or thinking and so I think that was in like January and then I went back to school late January and I went to the advisor I went to like I added it to my degree audit and now it's one of my majors and I have learned more about the environment and the just different environmental aspects that I had no idea about I've been doing an internship this summer and it's been an amazing opportunity and it's been a great way to dive into the to the different um, career paths that this major has to offer. And honestly, when I say that I'm a dual major in ex exercise science and environmental sustainability, everyone's like, how does that correlate? And I'm like, it doesn't. But I think that's kind of the beauty of it. I, get, I have two interests, so I'm going to major in both. And it's been only positive things. The next thing I'm going to talk about is also from college. These seem to all be from college, but I guess that's the most recent things. So that's what I remember. Um, I know I've told this story on here before, but it's been a minute. So when I was a freshman, I was in a big um, slump and I didn't really know how to get out of it. So I decided one day, I just made the decision to go knock on this random girl's door, which wasn't random. I kind of knew her, but not too, too well. But I knocked on this girl's door and I was like, do you want to go get lunch? And we went. And while we were there, she said that we should sit with these other people. So we went and sat with this group of girls and they asked me if I was going to the Red Sox game that my school like sold tickets for that um, like the week leading up to it. And I was like, oh no, I, I, they sold out before I could get one. And the girl I had asked to go to lunch, she was like, oh, do you want to buy mine off of me? I don't really, like, I'm not feeling too good. I don't think I want to go tonight. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. So I bought her ticket off of her. I remember I went straight to the, and at first, and the group of girls who I was sitting with, they're like, yeah, you, you can come with us. Like, no, no problem. And in my head, I'm like, do I, do I go? What if I'm awkward? Like, will I just feel like an outsider because they already know each other? Or should I just stay here? But I decided to buy the ticket off of the girl. And I, I went to the ATM. I took out $10. They're really cheap because it's like student discounts. And I went to the Red Sox game with the group of girls. And that's how I met some of my closest friends and my roommate, who I'm rooming with this year. So without that trip, I don't know if I would have had the friends that I do now. And I don't know if I would have had the special like connection I have with my roommate and the friendship I have with her because I don't know another time when I would have gotten to know them. Obviously, I would have like known them a little bit and the group of girls a little bit, but we really got to talk on that Red Sox trip and they were so nice to me and if I hadn't made that decision to go, I I don't know where I'd be right now in school. And so I am incredibly grateful for that decision I made. 
Another decision that I've made very recently in the beginning of the summer was to seek further help for some of the mental challenges I was overcoming because I so badly wanted to do it on my own and stick with the help I was getting from my family, friends, and current therapists, but I knew something wasn't working. And it almost, it, it was a really hard decision to kind of explore new, dif- new ways of helping my mental health, but reaching out to not only my doctor to ask her for like therapist uh, references and just overall references of what I should do. It was a hard decision, but an amazing decision because right now I am in a completely better place than where I was in the beginning of the summer. And I finally feel free and as if the weight has lifted off my shoulders. And if I hadn't made the decision to try something different and to know that what I was doing wasn't working and to do something new, I would probably still be where I was at. And I am incredibly grateful that I made the decision to do something different and shake things up. So those are some kind of standout decisions that I've made that have really altered who I am and who I've become and just have really benefited me. Again, there are other decisions such as where I chose to go to college or like what other activities I've chosen to do or what what other friends I've chosen to have. But like I'm kind of talking about just like some big standout moments that could have gone either way and that I was on the fence about and that have really shaped my life for the better. And so if anyone's ever, any of you are ever struggling to make a decision or uh, what should I do? I don't know how to kind of go about this. I would highly suggest asking yourself, will I regret this more if I don't do it or if I do do it? And I honestly think that that will help in a great way in the decision-making process. And I would also encourage you to take as many chances that you might be unsure about as long as they're safe, as long as they're safe, but that you're unsure about because you never know what they could lead to. And if you're in a new situation or if you're nervous of a, of something new, I would highly recommend you just go for it because what's the worst that can happen? You, you act a little awkward. You feel kind of on the outskirts, but then what? Then you don't need to do it again if it's so terrible. But most likely good things are going to come from a decision that you made. So thank you all so much for listening. I know that this one's a little shorter than usual, but like I said, we are, we're on crunch time for this one, but yeah, just take the chances because you only miss the chances you don't take as corny as that sounds. But now more than ever with COVID and what we were like the time that was taken from us, just soak it in and do as much as you can, but also take care of yourself and give yourself some leeway. So find the balance, but really do take those chances and picture what the outcome could be. And if you like it, go for it. So thank you all so much for listening. Remember next Sunday will be the season finale. Then I'll be back in September. Feel free to email the podcast at okayetpodcast at gmail.com. 
or leave a review at on Apple Podcasts. And I hope you're all having a fantastic week. Enjoy the rest of your summer if it hasn't ended for you already. And join me next time on OK Yep.